That and the humidity, the race, yeah, yeah. it's like 95% plus the whole time. That's true. And that, and the weather felt great. Like we thought it was going to be 65 or 70, it's gonna be worse. but because it kept so like 61, 62, oh, yeah, that it helped. was just steady. It just was like, if you got a breeze, even if it was a headwind, it just chilled you down because the humidity just stuck to you. Mm-hmm. So it, it like made you think you were feeling good, but in reality, that, still hard. that humidity just sucked the energy out. And it was hard yet. Y'all still ran really fast. Well, she had the pacing down to a science. That was the, the kicker for us. No, she, we still had a positive split, but not as positive as most Yeah, it was like a minute positive split. split. You did? Yeah, we were, we were looking at one. Yeah, it was like a minute slower on the second It was half, like 122 and 123. Which isn't awesome. Oh, but okay. To get to the 245, it was very But close. everyone around us had much there more is. positive splits than that. Yeah. That's probably because of the humidity and not uh, fueling properly mm-hmm. or while you were in that humidity. I felt fuel really Yeah, we can good. start from the beginning of how we prepped for that if yeah. you want. Yeah, we'll do that. Welcome to another episode of the Active Texan Podcast, where you can be inspired by the stories of active people from the great state of Texas and beyond. We also chat with people who can help keep you active, like our sponsor, College Station Physical Therapy and Performance. CSPT is a performance PT clinic who helps active people recover from injury, return to their active lifestyle, and reach their highest level of performance. Learn more about how CSPT can help you get back to doing what you love at collegestationpt.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Active Texan Podcast. I'm Dr. Brian Watch, your host, and... You may have already heard a little bit of us talking. We may include a little bit of that in the in the podcast. But we've got um, Dr. Laura Heating and Justin Lang <laughs> with us again. They're repeat guests. Um, we just all ran in a race yesterday. I did the half marathon, the BCS half, and they both ran the BCS full marathon. Uh, it was the 11th one. Uh, they started back in 2011. They missed 2020, so that's why it's the 11th one. But... Overall, I think it was a great race. The weather wasn't great. We'll get into that. But uh, Laura ended up setting a female course record. Congratulations. And she also won the overall. She beat Justin. Justin was the first loser. But yeah, welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Yeah, thanks for having us again. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so glad to get y'all, like before you had to go back to North yeah. Carolina, um, and we just kind of did this spur of the moment. But it's a lot better in person than it would be, I think, over Zoom. So, um, just a little background. I mean, both of y'all are marathoners. How many marathons for the, for you, Laura? Uh, I've only completed four. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got lost I mean, on my. If first. you've done multiple, would you be considered a marathoner? Yeah. Okay. I think you're a marathoner if you've done one. Yeah. Oh wow. That's my opinion. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Iron Man, like. I consider myself an Ironman by doing one. Yeah, <laughs> I think marathon's the same. All right. Um, how many have you done, Justin? <sighs> I can't even keep track. According to Garmin Connect, my little app that goes with my watch, uh, it says I've completed 11 official, but some of them were, um, some of the ones I've done like through trot, trail racing over Texas were not quite 26.2, so my watch goes, no, oh, you didn't do a marathon. Okay. So I've probably done maybe 20 in my life, I guess. I'm 38 now. About give or take, it's hard to say though. I don't keep How old track. are you, Laura? I'm about to turn 32. Okay, and I'm 38 as well. Um, I still have not done a standalone marathon. 
don't wow. know if I knew that. What? But you've done an Ironman. I've done an Ironman. Wow. Yeah, so that's actually one of my goals for 2023 is to run a marathon. You should do it. Yeah. I have all the people telling me I should do it. Yeah. <laughs> but which one will you do? That's the real question. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I would not like to make it somewhat of a destination marathon. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to. Oh, well, I, that sounds bad. I don't want this one here to be my first one just because I'm from here and I've been around it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not that it's not a great race and it would be a great. Maybe I'll do that one too. Yeah. It'll be my second. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> it works. Get one earlier in the Long year. advantage. Yeah, but I have a um, one of our PTs that's working with us now. He's a runner, and I think it's a good time for me to focus on that a little bit and let him kind of coach me. Um, he's also talking about getting a coach because he wants to figure out, you know, he yeah. wants to qualify for Boston again. So yeah, that's a great idea. Anyway, uh, I'm not a marathoner. Y'all are marathoners. <laughs> You've done one. But I'm an Ironman. Yeah, yeah I that's different. That's it's very yeah. different doing it after it is very a bike for seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I walked for an hour and 28 minutes of it. Whoa. But I still did it in 5.45, which is faster than some people yesterday. Wow, yeah. Um, but cool. if I do a marathon, I don't want to just do it. I want to do a sub four for the first try. Mm. So that's the goal. Impressive. I think I can do it. I think you can do it, yeah. I mean, I, I, I did the half yesterday on pretty little training in, in a nine-minute pace. Did you ever break down or feel like you've had a... Uh, things were hurting. But you never hit a wall hard or anything? Mm, no. Okay. I wouldn't say I hit a wall. I don't know if I've ever hit a wall. Oh. Wow. Just yeah, I haven't pushed myself hard enough. I've hit walls, yeah. We've hit a lot of walls in our time. Yeah. I mean, I have a little, the first half marathon I did, it was a little bit, like, everything started to kind of stiffen up, but it wasn't like an energy wall that I hit. Like, yeah. I still could keep going. I just dropped about a minute per mile on my pace, which yeah. I don't think that's that much, is it? Or maybe it is. It just depends, yeah. So it's, that was kind of a wall. So I've done that before. Too. Yeah. But even in the Ironman, I paced myself well enough to where I never felt like I was needing, I needed to stop. Mm, that's solid. Um, and it was just kind of slowly getting slower every, every mile, but it was very, it was never a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, my first three miles were actually exact splits, 11, 14 per mile. I don't know how I did that. So the first three. <laughs> you t- turned into a robot. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's kind of what you are. <laughs> you yeah. just one foot in front of the other and try to do the same thing over and over for however many hours. That's what we're good at. Yeah. We just practice it. Y'all just do it a little bit faster, thanks. Right? <laughs> and shorter time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't go Ironman length. Yeah. Well, but you run marathons. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess. So how did y'all, I mean, were you going into this, Laura, with the goal of winning and trying to PR, set a record? Was all that on your mind or you just, how did all this start this last six months or so? I had a time standard that I wanted. I wanted a 245. Okay. And I told Justin a long time ago, I want to run a 245. (laughs) A long time ago, like years? Oh, like a few months ago. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I think it was like nine months ago collectively maybe, maybe. i can't remember so it's been uh, within the last year for sure you've yeah. been dealing with some injuries though and what 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 did you get what point did you get to where you're like oh i could do this in a couple of months uh i was injured last spring for quite a bit in the first half of the summer so midsummer. okay i started training up again i did have one little flare-up where i took two weeks down because I was having inflammation in my feet. But I don't even consider that a full injury. It was kind of just like a little rest hiatus. Okay. 
yeah, I tend to get recurring um, inflammatory problems in my feet and mm-hmm. my heels and my plantar fascia. Mm-hmm. So how did you work through that injury in the spring and summer? Uh, one of those is just you wait for the inflammation to go away and you change your shoes a lot. I think I was running on worn, overworn shoes. Oh, really? So how often are you changing them? Um, I don't really have a science to change okay. <laughs> I can tell by the feel, like the bounce back when oh. you run, um, the springiness of them. Do they just feel dead when I step on them? What, do you, what kind of shoes do you train in? Um, I do a lot of Saucony endorphin shifts and the endorphin pros. Hmm. Oh, the pros. So you I mean, are the speeds. I do the say, speeds for tempo. speed work, work in the pros? Yeah, I don't do speed work in the pros. <laughs> I wore the pros for the first time yesterday. Not the first time. I ran several training runs in them yeah. and a 5K race, but I never had done 13.1. And that was rough. I think that hurt my feet a little bit. You have to be used to those bouncing shoes. I have speeds, and I they were in my car. I wish I had worn I them. I love the speeds. Yeah. So yeah, I wore those in Ironman, and I'm, I'm a big fan. Ever since I I'm first ran, the first run I did in them, I was like, yeah, yeah. This, I could get used to this. I love yeah. the speeds. Yeah. But I feel like those, you do have to change probably a lot. Um, yes. If you're putting a lot of miles, because they lose that. Yeah, and I don't miles. do my easy runs and speeds. They would break down pretty fast if I did. You do those, do those in shifts? I do those in shifts. Are you affiliated with Saucony at all? No, yeah. I wish. <laughs> Saucony, you can sponsor me. <laughs> Actually, you can't. Every once in a while, I come across some really good uh, promo codes yeah. for Saucony. I'm sure you've found those. But Joe always sends me good ones. I got some like 60% off codes that I bought all these. That's why I bought the pros. Yeah, my last pair I bought Black They were the Friday. previous model. Black Friday. I think they're all pretty similar. Yeah. Until they completely change the shoe. That's, Saucony has done that before. Mm. I know uh, from an ultra runner that I, I work with, and she's she hates the new pair or whatever. I don't know what it is, but yeah. um, they, they completely changed it, and now she can't wear it. Where they do an update, and you're like, I hate yeah. this. And you can't necessarily find the old I hate when that anymore. happens. I don't know why they do that. So um, you worked through that injury, which is, I mean, pretty impressive to get, I mean, in that short of time frame. It, um, was it like the end of the summer when you had that two week? I know that wasn't the end. Oh but no, I had a two week hiatus. It was either end of September or early October. Um, but I I was pretty trained okay. by that point. I knew I just wanted a really hard month of training in and a rest period. Mm. So how long was your rest period after the hard month? Um, I did technically a two week taper. Um, and I was aiming for about 80% of volume the first week and about 60% of volume in the second week of taper. Do you have a coach? No. Justin, do you have a coach? Right? I do. And so y'all are training kind of somewhat together remotely? Like, no. Like, let's talk? Not at all. No. <laughs> we train completely separate, but we do talk about Moral support training. is mainly. Yeah. yeah. But you've got your own training plans going. So. Yeah. yeah, we don't do the same thing. Um, um, when, when did you decide to um, run together in this marathon? I feel like that, what was that one marathon you were going to do in North Carolina? And you're like, I'm not healthy enough. Richmond. Richmond, yeah. So it was probably right around. Right around Richmond. Which was that November or October? It was the first week of November, I think. Yeah, so end of October, she's like, I want to do it, but 
I'm not feeling I'm, I'm up to shape. And, and they like, ended up getting an even hotter marathon. <laughs> oh, really? They ended up being like, it got up to 75 degrees in that marathon. And I couldn't have paced her there. And so she kind of had like, mm-hmm. well, I have a deferral from BCS. So F it. Or screw it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll just go to that one. And so yeah. she... Uh, put she, the E on it. So yeah, yeah. And so she um, started training for that specifically. So that's where she got her taper kind of stuff down in her schedule. And then I said, okay, I'll just sync up with it because that was my A goal, I guess, race anyways. And when she said, yeah, do you think you could actually pace me? I was like, you betcha. So that was around November 1st when we were talking to you and you had a little hamstring scare. Yeah. But you figured that out, apparently. Well, I had Zach. (laughs) Yeah. Zach helped me, thank goodness. Yeah. Zach Jennings, he uh, gave me some exercises and, you know, uh, it was more of like technique and what I need to focus on, like when stretching and things like that, that... I was just kind of like, oh, I'm in the, you know, I'm used to this stuff. It's just whatever. I'm just going to do the old yeah. rigmarole kind of stuff. And then I realized, yeah, I'm not really paying much attention to my, my, I guess, cross training or whatever you call it in between all that. And he's like, yeah, like focus on doing whatever that is that you have the YouTube video where you keep your back straight as you go down with the stick. Oh, yeah. And I started doing movement, more of yeah. those. Yeah. Hamstring mobility exercises. So I did more of those and then I added in some weight to my RD. I think it was Russian deadlifts, RDLs. Romanian. And Romanian, sorry. Romanian, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, Romanian deadlifts. Did y'all do um, any, or well, I guess there's Nordic curls, like any hamstring stuff specific? Oh, yeah, he did show me the um, rubber ball. Yeah. It's called medicine, not medicine ball, but the big, uh, what do you call that? Like a stability ball? Stability ball, thank yeah. you, yeah. Stability ball and put your legs up on it while laying on your back and okay. your shoulder blades. Yeah. So you're... Um, yeah, because you were having, with the hamstring issue, I mean, that's, it was just posterior chain and yes. also proper warm-up. And, and then making sure the stability muscles around it kind of support yeah. it, because obviously I was isolating the weaker muscles and just really causing some havoc on it. Because so. that wasn't, that could have turned into something worse, probably. It seemed yeah. like we caught it early, and you did something about it. Um, I mean, even that night for that workshop, so Bradley's Running Club did a workshop at our office, and he hopped on the treadmill and was, like, training while we were there, like, talking yeah. to people. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> when we you got, got a new treadmill, it's, it was a, a used treadmill from BCS Fitness, and I mean, it'll go 16 or 17 miles an hour, which yeah. is insane. It's a commercial mind. treadmill. Yeah, I have a treadmill, and I swear that's like my secret ace up the sleeve. Like, I can train any time of day if I needed to, but having a full time uh, job and then being on the board of the Brazos Runners Club and then uh, being also on my HOA board, there's all these time commitments that I have to do so sometimes my runs end up being at like 10 30 at p.m and and at that time it's like should I warm up no I want to go to bed I just got to get this run over with so then that's how I was you know agitating my um, hamstring because I wasn't doing proper stuff and things like that so yeah when I was at your clinic uh, I was like is this actually go up past 12 miles an hour most treadmills don't yeah. I was like, I got to crank Well, right when we got it, we put it at 13.1s <laughs> just to see how long we can hold it. Kip Chokey Challenge. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like immediately, so within minutes of plugging it in, that's what we did. It's hard. It's really hard. I've never had tried it. So. I haven't tried it yet, but I don't I've think I've never done do it. it. I saw it at the expo in Boston. You would love it. Well, was sure it a bigger treadmill? Was it one yeah. of those, big, yeah, that one of those bigger, nice. bouncy ones? It was a little bit sketchy on a treadmill. Even a large... I'm worried like, it threw them off. I mean, every myself. once in a while you kind of catch the edge or like yeah. you hear a little high-pitched squeak because yeah. your foot hit the edge. Um, that, I was maybe more scared on that thing than, I mean, yeah, it was really hard, but I only lasted 37 seconds. This was on yours at the office? Yeah. Oh my god. Exactly 67 seconds. 
Yeah, oh, that's over good. a minute. Cool. Because it's what a four thirty-seven, four thirty-eight. Yeah, something pace. like that. It's, yeah, thirteen point one miles an hour. That's intense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you you called Justin about trying to do that one forty, I mean two forty, uh, two forty five, two forty five um, marathon, and that was only a month and a half or six weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out, yeah. And yeah. you were on board. Well, <laughs> as best I could be, because I was like, when was your last official marathon? Um, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. BCS. <laughs> but you had been training. Training. Yeah. So you had this goal in mind. You just hadn't really told anybody, or not. Oh, I had told him a long time ago. I was either gonna do Richmond or BCS. Okay. And every year it'd be like, I think I can get a sub two fifty five. I think I can get a sub two fifty. And then yeah, it got changed to two forty five this year. Yeah. Yeah. And without any races in between to know where. Without any races. (laughs) She did one half marathon, and she's like, wow. Okay. I felt stronger than I realized. I'm was like, it 2019 when you ran the BCS laps? That was the last marathon you did. That's done? the last marathon she, I did. Oh man, she won. I haven't done a marathon. That was like right at 257 or something like that. It was 259. a 259. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big jump. She won that one as well in the yeah. last what mile or mile and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big jump. She won this one in the last it was like a big time jump, and I just hadn't done the distance in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Mostly due to like injury, moving to North Carolina. Like off and on, just things coming up and stuff like that. She never could coordinate one specific race she could really do. Mm-hmm. And so when she was like, well, I have a deferral to BCS. I'm just going to go for it. Can you help me with it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It'd be my honor. Yeah. I figured there would that. be no one. <laughs> yeah. I'd be in no man's land. Yeah. yeah. Which always happens with BCS. Not always. Some There's some faster guys. Under three hours. I think it probably does, right? For women, yeah, for women especially. But I mean, with the guys, I mean, usually like, there's guys in the two forties. Yeah, but if she doesn't know them at all, a lot of times they're just on their game and they won't talk to anybody. Oh, and they're yeah. just like, "Well, this is a little cold. I'm not really doing this to, you know, beat beat people down." But yeah, it's nice to have somebody to talk to, kind of reassure you as you're going through. In, it. in 2019, did you talk to Bailey at all? No. She only Y'all weren't her. ever like right by each other, really. No, I didn't staggered. see her the whole race. Oh, you were right in front of her the whole time. No, no. she was. She, she had a great lead on me. Oh, really? Um, I caught her in the last mile and a half. Oh man! And that's the only time she passed her. I bet she's still having nightmares about that. <laughs> no, Bailey's awesome. She's right across she, the street. I don't we think she cares. Hey, come over here. Let's join us with this she, podcast. This she's fun. amazing. She would never. <laughs> She was probably like. I feel like she likes no, the competition. Oh, she loves it. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. But like the competitive side of her, she's like, oh, I was so close. Like, yeah. Right oh, kind of thing. That's what I mean. Yeah. No, I mean. But she won it the next year, didn't she? Yeah, she Not did. 2020, but 21. It was 2020. Yeah, she won it. Oh, yeah, I 2021. Okay. Yeah, 21. Yeah, I was like, because it did get canceled for COVID yeah. reasons. But yeah, the next yeah, year. Yeah, I wanted to do win that one. No. I had wanted I, to do the 20. I won it with her in 2019. She, I won overall, and she won women's overall. And then 2021, I got fourth. I had hamstring issues and, oh, actually, it started as a hamstring issue. It went away and then it turned into a knee issue. And then, yeah, it's just kind of... He still beat us last place. Yeah, Yeah. what what is your marathon PR? Uh, I did 2019 uh, 238 officially, but it was like half a mile long. So that was the other thing we had to focus on. Was it, was the race yesterday a little long? They're always long. They're always long. So, yeah, so in my theory, I don't know if this is fully justified, but, you know, there's, there's certified courses so they can qualify for Boston qualifiers and things like that. Well, they hire a guy um, from the certification now, I'm forgetting if it's USTA, I think it's USATF, some, somebody like that, one of the governing bodies. Um, the one local is in 
uh, not far from her parents' house actually up in Dallas area. And when they measure the courses, they cut every corner they can because they just tell them the road they're going on. And when they get their bike with this, um, the wheel that's measured to the tire pressure gauge, everything nth degree, they ride the course with multiple GPS locations on them, uh, measurements, and they, they go along every corner of it just in case somebody goes, oh yeah, I ran that course and I came up you know, a quarter mile short. So they make sure they get every detail of the tangents, basically, is what we call yeah, the Yeah, the shortest world. distance possible. Yeah. So that's what our... Road. Be, yeah, beyond our nutrition okay. yesterday, our second number one priority, number two priority, was tangents. And she took well advantage of those. Yeah. <laughs> every tangent I It was could. the best race I've seen her do. <laughs> I was intentionally not doing it because of the unevenness of the roads. Yeah, well, she did do that some, because there are some parts where it's... it's but that's because that started hurting. So yeah. like, I need something flat like this. Yeah. yeah but almost sense. every road had a slight tilt. Yeah, she is very yeah, sensitive to that. Yeah, that always annoys me too. What about like with something like that when there's a big sidewalk? Are you allowed to get on that sidewalk? It really depends. If it's safe, then, and you know, it's it seems part of it. Obviously, if you're like on a straight road and there's sidewalks on either side, there's no real reason to jump angles across the road to go to a sidewalk. Yeah, you know, actually constant. more distance probably. Yeah, but if there is a sharp corner, like let's say it's more than 90 degrees or shorter, smaller than 90 degrees, a cute angle, yeah. and you go around it, you technically aren't supposed to do it because if you're on a bike, that's how they measured it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm talking about straight, straight, like when it's straight, like on Wellborn, when it's straight, yeah, or a big sidewalk. Or right Villa Maria, yeah, it's right there on the well, side. I've never run a marathon, so. Oh, right, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wellburn. I'm trying to think Wellburn's. Oh, there yeah, you yeah, yeah. right, stations on the side to be on the side. Yeah, you couldn't do it on Wellburn very You couldn't do easily. it even if you wanted to. The eight stations I take up all the road. On Wellburn? Were you like Wilbur? a no man's land? No, there was a bunch of people. Was this after you came through Cowfield? After you run through the campus. Yeah, yeah, we, that was chaos for us because we hit the half marathon. Oh, there was so many people. It was congested. Yeah, it was in. congested like crazy. Where, where do y'all join in the half? Um, uh, Northgate area. Okay. Oh, somewhere before Northgate? that. It's yeah. right before Northgate, isn't it? Yeah, we started seeing them, like the, the, the walkers in general. And I was trying to give her a heads That's up. That's the Bob and Weave portion. Yeah, we're, we were hoping to have a, a motorcade, a motorcycle, and leading the way and kind of honk it Did a little bit. Did you not have one the whole time? Nope. She was very upset about that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Hey, Dan. <laughs> no. I did not. Well, he told us basically, what was it, mile seven? Yeah. We were on Carter's Creek, Carter's Creek yeah. and he like slowed down and goes, you're pretty close to the front. I'm just going to go fall back to the second place girl so that they have somebody. Yeah. They gave the second place girl the motorcycle. And then we had to then, and they were a good, I don't know, two, like quarter mile ahead of us. So yeah. you could see them on a straight You could straightaway. see them on the really long straight but portions. When you, yeah. But when you start bobbing Zig-zagging. through campus and then zigging, zagging through Northgate, we didn't see them. So they were behind them. you. Yeah, the, the yeah, second one. The, the other the motorcade was way far back behind us. Mm-hmm. And then the first one was too far to see on a lot of parts of the course. Yeah. So it was pretty... Which, yeah, I can play mental games on you. Annoying. And that's, that was, again, part of my and goal. again, was, I still was alone. If yeah. you weren't with me, I would have been just straight up alone and confused on one or two of the turns. Yeah. Was there an area between 17 and 19 that was confusing? 17 is um, just after... Um, that first left into campus off university wasn't well marked. You know, after we took agronomy right on the university. Remember that first left with, with that light? Yeah. Yeah. To the right. <laughs> yeah. 
because she used to work off that road, uh, agronomy. And so when we got to it, she's Not like, to the I, right. I meant when we're on, you take the right on the university mm-hmm. and, you and go you through left it. into campus. Yeah. That left. Oh, oh, yeah. Had nothing there. Yeah. It, it had kind of. I knew it was. Like, I knew the course at that and, part. And you could see the aid station people. They were cheering. And could, and but, there we, was, but we knew where to turn, so we were looking for yeah. that aid station. And I, I know the course like the back of my hand now because I've done it. Like, I was only. Unsure, and I was also unsure in the turn. Into, I know I left in the north gate and zigzag through that, but mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly which left it was. Yeah, and by that time, we... there's cones right there, right? There are just a lot of people. So yeah, there's cones that go confusing. straight, and then there's nothing in the road, and then they show up on the other side. Yeah, so you had to look for them, but I mean, my, what kicked it off was there was an aid station right there off of university, where it's basically the vet med, uh, large yeah. animal hospital. I'm just thinking, because I saw on Facebook today there were some comments of that area 17 to 19, somewhere in there, was, mm-hmm. and somebody ran like a mile and a half extra. I think oh, that was kind of the that. most confusing part. She did that in 2019. She missed the entire... I missed an entire part of Research Park yeah, in 2019 because there's just no well, indication. And because the course is long, sometimes up to mm-hmm. half a mile, if you don't take the tangents, it was the same mileage for her. She's still at 26.45 or something like yeah. that. So it's like, oh, uh, well, you didn't follow the course. What the course was the exact same distance. What was the <laughs> difference? Like, really isn't on that. So you mentioned whenever it gets crowded, got to zigzag through everybody. But what was you? Were you in first the whole time, or both? No, people? no, we were in yeah. fourth. We didn't. That's yeah, what I heard. So we way. didn't catch. We caught number three, Connor Brock, uh, just before we got into West Campus. So that was mile was 16, mile 17. Yeah. And then the next guy was Brett, um, who was. Uh, kind of struggling a little bit just on his own nutrition and stuff. He, he kind of complained about cramps and stuff, but we never caught up to him at all until... Kyle Field. Kyle Field. So that's like mile 19, 20. Hmm. That's and past so, 20. I think that's like 20. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Almost 20. Yeah, because it says your place on, online when you look. It says y'all are in like 34th or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20 mile mark. At, at the, or right, before, right around that time is when it switched first. Oh, yeah, really? I passed them both at the same time. Yeah, because um, uh, Andrew Hannah. I got passed Andrew and Brett at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They were right neck and neck. They were but right. y'all were still together? Yeah. Yeah, we stayed together. Stay we together. stayed together the whole way. Like until the end. Side by side. Yes. Well, no, side by side. She wanted me in front to cut wind and cut everything. Yeah. If there was people that's in the good. way to help. Yeah. yeah. That. It worked for me. Yeah, I was yeah. happy. Otherwise, um, I would have been alone. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I was kind of ready to go up mile or two miles to go, and she's like, "No, no, 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 not yet." It's like, "All right, not yet, not you were yet. ready to go." Yeah, yeah really he was. So how did you plan this? How did you know? Like, you hadn't run a race like this distance in four or three years. Yeah. How did you know? You know from your training if you're ready. Okay. Yeah. What was your longest training run? Twenty-two miles. But it was still you were at mile twenty-four at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're still holding back just a little bit? Yeah. I always hold back until like 25. Yeah, because she has a kid. That's like in 2019 what you did. Yeah. I can drop it to... I always drop it down to 530s at the ends of these. Yeah, she's a sandbagger, I call her. Well, I mean... Have you ever tested like how long you could maybe do that? Like if I you're think not I could drop it earlier. Early I just enough? I didn't yeah, have the confidence in yeah. myself. And on top of that, right then, and there were a lot of people. That's the thing. The it problem was, was I can't I, I can't I can drop it when it's a big empty 
yeah. beautiful road, but, but there's people when everywhere. you're trying to run the Heisman around them, yeah. it's so much harder. That's, yeah, that was there's just so there's so thick of people. So that's like when you're coming down a hill after turning off a of Dexter, mm-hmm. is because you can fly down that hill. Okay. Yeah, and if it was empty, then you could really think about striding it out, thinking about mm-hmm. your form, relaxing your hands, your face. But not when you're bobbing and weaving, and then you're actually calculating the what job. route can I take in between sure people, oh, and you're not thinking about hitting the stride. Too, yeah. and it takes energy. That's why a lot of those elite marathons, like those, are much nicer. You can get straight to where you're going. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, we've never done either of those. We just have seen them on TV. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think that with more experience, you're gonna find even more that you can start earlier and then a better setup to where you may not be coming into a half marathon group yeah like if it's just a marathon yeah. that might help there's better <laughs> courses yeah to do yeah, yeah it definitely gets crowded and when did that, that was the last like 10k right that you had to or more uh maybe last four or five miles so you had to run through people four miles oh yeah it was 22 to 26 at north north maybe 21 26 and so what what were you doing fueling wise Oh, great I was question. eating goose. <laughs> yeah, I, did you have them all on you, or were you taking yeah, them the stations? I I was in this great um, Brooks bra with pockets, and I had five gels on me, and I ate a gel almost exactly every thirty-five minutes. Okay. And some of the gels had extra like salt added onto them. What were they called? They were literally goose. Goose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just different flavors. Okay. I yeah. had like the salt. Did you have a timer on your watch, or did you just were? Yeah. Just overall time. No, but like you didn't have it beep at you or anything. No, I was just watching the clock and doing the mental math in my head. Oh, it's 35. Oh, it's 110. Oh, it's 145. And then what about um, water or electrolytes? I try to drink at every aid station except the first, and we yeah. talked about that. And I would try to alternate water and Gatorade, except I think I did Gatorade a couple times in a row, oh. just due to humid humidity. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. thinking I was probably sweating a bit more than normal. And did, tried to grab did you ever use the water to try to cool yourself down? No, but I accidentally spill on myself on every single Yeah, I mean, it's really time. hard to drink. It's I always just spill straight me. down myself. I don't even need to throw the water on myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I poured it on my head. It was nice. I had a visor, so it was actually it's perfect. It just kind of sits there, and you feel the cool, <laughs> cool water on it. Yeah, I never you have to, like, take it off. And, yeah, yeah just rinse it out. I never felt... Hot or cold, really. It, you got a little breezy whenever you're in that open air, like just straightaways, and it's just gusting at you, headwind. Yeah. But I just, I led that part so she could kind of cut through it, and it was, you know. I mean, you didn't, you haven't had much practice, like, drinking at that speed, though, right? Have you? No. That's I hard. Isn't that's, it? That's, yeah, that's, it's hard. That's a funny story. I swear this is how she trained for it, it was with her, her group up in North Carolina, and they don't like to stop for water or carry water. So she carries goose. Yeah. What do you do with them? I carry goose. Um, sometimes, back when the fountains were on, before fountains. it became December, and they turned them off, oh. uh, there's a, a water fountain every four miles, and about every eight miles, and maybe at mile 16, we'd stop and drink out of a water fountain. And then eat. But, um, yeah, these women are incredible, and they're hard to keep up with, so I was feeling all my long runs, and I would take goose, in that pocket bra, and I'll just eat them dry, and I'd probably eat two or three every long run. But you wouldn't get any water? Um, I'd stop and drink water about twice. But these are like fountains, like at parks? Yeah. yeah. 
and that's it's yeah. not very long. And sometimes I'd we'd put like a bottle at one area and we'd go, you know, like five out, five back, and then five out, five back. So I'd go back to that water bottle. Yeah, a lot of your training runs are out and back. I yeah. noticed. Yeah, American Tobacco Trail. I run a trail. Oh, okay. There's it's less stoplights and stuff. What's the the surface? Partially a paved trail, but also partially packed dirt. Okay. That's actually nice. To very ideal. Idea. Yeah. So sometimes our harder work we do on the actual paved part, the really hard pace work. But it was nice to throw in some packed dirt miles as well. Yeah, and then tree coverage. Yeah. So you found some good people to train with, it sounds like. Yeah, there are women much faster than me. Much faster? How much faster can you get? I mean, uh, 10 minutes. Okay, that is much in the, that distance, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's, it sounds like you had your, I mean, you were saying this from the beginning, your hurt, your fueling was like on point and like you executed that really well. Did you have to change anything with the weather, knowing what the weather was that morning? I didn't change anything. I just went in with the mindset. I might need to run about five minutes slower than I wanted overall, overall. And I was trying to, yeah, I was thinking maybe like five to 10 seconds slower per mile. That's what you told me the day before. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did, except not really. What do you mean? I wanted to do a 245, and it ended up being really close to a 245. Yeah. Yeah. That, but Even like despite the weather. So you didn't run five minutes slower. The thing is, I don't know what my sparks starting time could have been. Like on good weather, could it have been a 242? Yeah. Could it have been a 243? But yeah, we knew coming in that humidity was going to be yeah. the common denominator for everyone. It's there. just hard to know what is the best time yeah, that I can do on a day. Yeah, she could have easily ran up there with the front pack and then slowly gotten worn down too. Yeah, I also did not take it out with the front runners. I just sat okay. back. Yeah, they probably got up to maybe almost a half a mile ahead of us where we could just barely see them. But we, yeah, they had they a really were, great lead on us in the first half. And we're just like, mm -mm, just stick I with it. Smart. I kept saying that it needs to feel chill for, through twenty. It needs to feel chill through twenty. Did you have a goal pace? I guess then. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to do six fifteens. Okay, were you right at that or just? Over I ended that? up doing six eighteens. Yeah, that's what I thought. So a little slower, yeah. But yeah, we were expecting six twenties. But right? I was thinking it might have to be six twenty to six twenty five with the weather conditions. Yeah. that paid off? Though. No, like no one can overcome the weather off in a big way so tell me about the last two miles when did you decide it was time to go and were you in the lead at that time were y'all in the lead yeah we were in the lead i yeah. zip i i pantomimed a zip uh over my lips um the last two miles yeah the last two miles were basically like is that uh, Brentwood? like basically right around george bush once you turn george bush and hit south dexter that's like two yes and a half. She Wait, got, I thought that's Holloman. Holloman's no, that's after Dexter, South Dexter. You go up turn left. I think Holloman is more two miles. Yeah, it's closer to twenty six point yeah. two, but yeah. this yeah, we don't plan for that. Okay. Because the course is always long. But so. that's when you first said, "Are you ready?" You're, yeah. You said I something, was, and you just said no. No, it was before that. She, <laughs> it was a little before. Well, once we hit campus and we lost uh, the two front runners. Um, that was kind of abrupt for us because one of them really had some pain. Mm -hmm. um, we turned left and she made sure to hit that tangent, so I kind of lost track of her for a second. And I caught up to her, and then right then was just this cluster of people on Welburn uh, going mm -hmm. south. 
And uh, as we went through that, wandering really quickly through those, uh, there's one point where I had to rip two arms apart because they were right in the path of everybody else and I couldn't jump into the oncoming traffic. So He's running into people. I was like, just do your yeah, thing. So and he was right in front of you, right? No, we had separated to dodge through people. Yeah, so we were kind of side to side, kind of getting through. Okay. And I had jumped ahead for a moment just to get these people to separate because there was nowhere for us to go. And then right then I was a little bit perturbed because I was like, I want to get through this. I'm going to start. And she's like, no, 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 don't leave me. Don't leave me yet. And I was like, okay. So we kind of just tapered through it as best we could, uh, keeping our pace about the same because you could see she was really starting to amp up a little bit. Like the pace was about to drop a bit. And then once we turned left onto George Bush, the cop uh, made a missed that turn. That was scary, yeah. The cop turned on the incoming side of traffic going away from campus. And there's a median, median there, so mm-hmm. he can't just pop this median with a, a motorcade. So our motorbike. I hate so that turn. It was terrible. Yeah. And a half, like I hate it's it. scary. Yeah. And there's always awful. cars coming. I don't even remember a cop being there to stop traffic. They we weren't were stopping like, traffic. Okay. There was one there when I went by. He was much later in the one race. One was leaving maybe. though. Like when I got there, one was still there, one left. Um, I wonder if we were like in between. We, yeah, we never police got officers there. or something. Because I, they were cars coming at me, and I was just like, hey. I was yeah. like waving at them and then I just kept running. Yeah, and so our moods were definitely starting to swing a bit. Yeah. So we got impatient. There was a lot and going on. There was a lot going on in the last yeah. couple of miles. So once we hit South Dexter, that's when she was like, okay, let's get get through this. And I was like, okay, we got to keep it chill for South Dexter. This is yeah, I was just worried about the hill. Yeah. And it's not a big hill, it's just South Dexter Hill. It's like there's a park on the right and yeah. you just kind of casually go up. Once you hit the peak of it, it is a little bit long, like a quarter mile. So you hit the peak, you hit downhill a little bit, and then left on Holloman, which is a much longer downhill, sweeping downhill, and it kind of meanders, and the whole time, like, tangents, tangents, focus on tangents as best you can with all these people in the way, which, you know, it's it's a race. We enjoy people being in the race. We don't want it to be a, uh, a zombie yeah. apocalypse bear. But they didn't know what was coming right behind them. No, and that's <laughs> no. why we really needed the cops to well, come. We really needed yeah. the motorcycle to help us and the thing is they also look for they look for a man they don't look for a woman yeah true and so no one sees the little girl like flying around the motorcycle until after we pass and then they're like oh my god that's the girl go lady you got this yeah hey i'm right after i passed i got some yells yeah it was hilarious but yeah so but no one's no uh, one was clearing for me. My, mo- my mom was on the course. <laughs> His mom, her. yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a little tearjerker. I felt great about that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I didn't mind. I was The race was about her. I wanted to make sure she got to where she was going, point A to point B. And so, yeah, so we were on top, uh, sorry, Holloman coming down, uh, and then we took a ride on uh, Anderson. Anderson. And then that's when, you know, it was just constant. Everyone's coming. So luckily Anderson uh, thinned out a little bit so we could kind of get around him more smoothly rather than just back and forth. Darting. Anderson wasn't bad, yeah. Yeah, and so once like, we were hitting that. It was almost like a trail run all of a sudden. Yeah. It was. It felt yeah. like it. The road was smooth, but the trail was people and trees yeah. or whatever you want to yeah. uh, pantomime around that. Um, so, yeah, the uh, yeah, and then you turn left on Brentwood and then... That's where I was like, okay, here comes the here last comes. mile. It's, yeah. it's about to start. Like, how much she got left? And she's like, I really want to win this. And I'm like, oh God, she's going to go fast. This might hurt. <laughs> and I was the only dumb one about nutrition. So 
I was so caught up in like making sure she had a clean path that was in front of her. I had one gel at mile 6.5. He didn't eat. And I didn't what? eat the rest of the time. I was drinking water and Gatorade. Oh he did but eat. I, but I totally forgot to because, yeah, I was going to, my goal was to do every 10K, but I got to the halfway point and um, there's, you know, we were crossing, we crossed paths with the first pack. So it's just like, go guys, you got this, keep it up, like stay strong. And I was just focused on like, okay, what do you want to do? Do you want to make any kind of, not break, but like, how do you feel? And right then she's like, I need to tone it down a little bit. So we, you know, cooled our jets around the midway point because that's just the straightest, longest thing. And mentally it's very taxing mm-hmm. seeing the end, but it's almost like a twilight zone with the camera zooming out. Yeah. Is it? I don't so think I really dropped it until like the last half month. Yeah. So like before so, you yeah. made those two turns at the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I was Those feeling, two turns aren't great either. Yeah, no, they're real sharp and when and you're going a, fast. Yeah, and there's a little dip with yeah. them. It's tough. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I was getting a little bit uh, hallucinating. I guess you could say mm. that's not a word, but close enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, at that point, you're not thinking come down, straight. Yeah, coming down Redwood, and she was like angry. She's like, I just want to get through these people, and I want to turn, and I want to just go fast. And I'm like, okay, I understand. And luckily, we saw some of our BRC, Breast Runners uh-huh. Club, uh, members right there on Brentwood. And they're like, oh my gosh, Laura, go Laura. And you could just see, like, she got... Did that help? Like, I'm not listening she, to anything. Uh, she, she <laughs> I saw one help. friend, and I... It didn't even register to me that he was there until after. <laughs> yeah, but no, I could see it because she changed her uh, foot speed. I, I, like, I change oh. my cadence when I go into those. Yeah, into yeah. That, that last stretch mode. And I was like, oh no, I'm falling behind. I got to catch up. Did I challenge you at all the last half mile? <laughs> well, yeah, once you hit Colgate, and you got that edge on me. Uh-huh. So we hit Colgate, there was this cluster of people in the road. Y'all are still together at Colgate? Yeah. We I did mean, the whole thing. I know, but like, you won. <laughs> well, yeah, I was pacing yeah. her so she could get he there. He's my pacer. But yeah, so we hit Colgate, or we turned around. But right I don't think, there. it doesn't sound like you let her win. Oh, sure. He did. I didn't. No. <laughs> it was, she was out there. But yeah, either way, we came down to Colgate, we turned right, she was able to get a good uh, line through them, like before, like in the sharp. I couldn't cut over unless I had kick her, and I didn't want to mess with her stride, so I went around them, and I ended up on the opposite side of Colgate while she was going straight to the finish line. Uh-huh. So I lost a good, like, two seconds just trying to get around them and then back over. Because I think there was even, like, a car or somebody, like, cheering, a little squad in the road. So yeah. I did, like, a zigzag around to get it. And by then, she was already a good five meters ahead of me. So she beat me by six seconds, uh, collectively. Wow. So be... you were 2.46. Well, no. Sure is no, it... I think you still got 2.45. My net time was 2.45, 45. Oh, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 2.45, 
use goo, I use Martins. Oh, yeah. Mm. And the goo was weird. After having the Martins, it was all sticky. And... <laughs> yeah. And imagine eating those dry like she does on her training. Oh, yeah. I eat them, yeah. I eat them dry on training runs. Yeah. That's the Martin gels are better as far as like they're Hydro a little bit gels, more. Yeah. Um, there's more liquid in them. Yeah. They're easier to take. Yeah. And they easier to You don't have to wash them down, but it's, rec- it's recommended. For sure. I had some SIS ones. I forgot what they're called. They're they're more fluid than uh, Martin's, and it's basically oh, yeah. like concentrated Gatorade, more or less. But yeah. it's SIS brand. That's what I like. Those are solid. I really like that. They're a lot cheaper than Martin's. Yeah, and um, I heard a lot of triathletes like to oh, use yeah. them because it's just straight down. They don't have to worry about grabbing water and exactly. throwing the packages away. And, stuff. and Ironman now does Martin's. Like that's what they have. Oh, um, yeah, that's on nice. the, at the aid stations. Yeah, they're delicious. But not all the aid stations have both caffeinated and, and uncaffeinated, <sighs> which is kind of weird. I thought they'd have both. I can't do caffeinated. Oh, I did it. Did you? Do you have any caffeinated? I had a lot of caffeinated ones. Oh, Probably like three. <laughs> oh, they're hard. I have a couple of questions. One from Bailey and one from Zach. Um, <laughs> could that time and those conditions get you an Olympic trials qualifying time? Potentially. No. I don't think like so. Like, not that time, but that and effort. And those conditions. That effort. Sorry. In different conditions. Oh. I think question. it could get me a low 240. Really? You can't get two more? Like, in more ideal conditions than other. I don't think it's a 237. I think a better course and in good conditions, it could... Better course. It could be a 241. So, do you think you, you could get there? Though? Like, with more training and more... More optimal weather conditions? Uh, yeah, I think I could get there. I don't think I'm quite there. Um, I think I have more work to do. Do you want to? Is that a goal? Um, it hasn't been a goal because I wanted to benchmark how far I was from it. Okay. Um, and so now I'm probably going to actually get a coach and talk it over with someone who knows more about this than, yeah. than I do. Um, yeah, it's kind of been in the back of my mind, but I felt like I was way too far away to even say it was on my mind okay. so now I'm closer and I can start thinking about it that's awesome so going into 2023 um, is that when you, is, as soon as you want to do it that soon like as far as getting a coach and start kind of working towards it I think I'm starting with a coach in January okay. um, I don't know if I can get this one yeah not 2023 because you have till December 5th yeah, so definitely not. I don't know if you know. Uh, that's from Bailey. She she started sending me all this information. Yeah, it's on December 5th. <laughs> and then CIM is on December 3rd. Oh, of uh, 2023? Yeah, it would count. Mm-hmm, the wheels are spinning. Okay. Yeah, that's not a ton of time. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, I mean, you're kind of hitting your prime as far as, like, endurance athletes go, like, in their early 30s. I mean, I think that's... I mean, if you look at other endurance sports, I mean, that's when people really start to, I think, hit their stride. Maybe not Olympic level, but, you know, some really stand out in their 20s, maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at the age, the ages of other Olympic athletes in endurance sports. Have you yet? Yeah, I think women, it can go up to 40. Okay. Um, this is from Zach. This is for Justin. Oh, no. um, how is it pacing someone who's going that fast? Huh, that's a good question. Um, it was interesting, very interesting. I mean, we kind of heard the answer to that question. Yeah, it was very it's a hard interesting. Pacing. It's yeah, it really depends on who you're pacing and their demeanor throughout the <laughs> the race. Obviously, a marathon is you're going to see every facet of their personality come out in some form. And luckily, Laura's pretty um, kind and gentle most of the time. 
but when she has um, a goal in mind, goal mode. Yeah, when she's goal goal minded and extremely competitive, it got a little bit eye opening at some parts. Um, but yeah, overall, it, it it really didn't feel like it was going that fast because a lot of the times was was her keeping track of her own pace and saying, "Okay, easy, easy, easy does it. We don't want to." We don't want to burn the barn yet. Like, let's keep this focus. And I'm like, that's the goal. And I'm, that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. And so sometimes when I, like me personally, in my own uh, training kind of stuff, I know when I can surge and when it's best not to surge kind of scenarios. And I would do a little of that just to see if I could get her to push the pace a little bit more. And I did do a little of it subtly without her kind of noticing. Um, you'll notice like one or two of our miles were like 607s, but it was a casual uh, downhill type thing nothing hard like through traditions is real steep so you want to take the steep downs just as easily as you take the steep ups you don't want to try to trash your legs for any reason but then once you hit f and b road it's just flat so you're going to be uh, really repetitive on the same muscles so you really want to conserve at those kind of points as much as possible so it's a lot about the strategies of racing in general and then trying to make sure you can apply it to keep the um, person you're pacing at ease as much as possible so I really feel like I could pace her faster. She just really wanted to be conservative due to the humidity. She wanted to make sure she was on top of that uh, more than anything. And it felt successful to me. I mean, our, our ultimate A goal was to break 245, but 42, 48 seconds away. It wasn't far from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> not I felt, at all. I felt like I really got her to as close as I could within the certain Y'all think I might do this again? I don't know about BCS, but maybe. Well, yeah. It'd be fun yeah. to do a trauma race. It seemed to make a pretty good team. It'd be Sometimes. fun to do a trauma race. Sometimes, depends. Well, I think it's good that y'all don't train together, but like you kind of come together, you came together for this race to kind of help each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. And it does help to train together, of course, but yeah, if you do a lot where it's just day in, day out, it's yeah. sometimes you get a little bit heavy on each other's yeah. uh, sides, and yeah, it can be kind of cumbersome when you know somebody's feeling down. If you're you're too familiar with it and you can't bring them back out of it, that's really difficult, but yeah, I I get to see her so few times a year now that when we do see each other, we're just so excited to go. Let's go run. Let's get this yeah. happening. We're training partners from afar. Yeah, yeah, and we can kind of help uh, adjust each other's uh, expectations, I guess. You and say. we still chat about training. We just don't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. And tell me about these thigh tattoos. <laughs> The, okay, for, I'm a Mint Mobile user. There's, got there's them no for video. Free. It's really <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't get one in the mail. You didn't get a Mint Mobile. I and I switched to Mint Mobile last week. Maybe that was like too soon to get on there. They have a Christmas card list uh-huh. for Mint Mobile. Anyway, Explain so it. those of you who can't Consumers. see what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a fake tattoo, but it's y'all both put it on your left thigh in the front of the quad yeah it's ryan reynolds um, face <laughs> mint mobile is owned by ryan reynolds yeah. and it says no regrets Re- no regrets Reg- oh, spelled it's wrong <laughs> it's r-a-g-r-e-t that's intentional yeah it's no like the movie regrets. uh we are the millers oh no yeah. regrets not even a no letter. oh it's a it's, it's r-a-g-r-a-g there we go I know, I was going to spell. And then underneath it says for switching to And then this mobile. says for switching to Mint Mobile underneath. And that's starting to wear out already, so <laughs> it didn't last very long. Mine's still solid. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, I kept thinking I need to add yeah, Ryan Reynolds. 
Yeah. I mean, did y'all take, y'all took pictures of it? Yeah. <laughs> I just Why haven't not? added him. And... But I mean, that was kind of our mantra going in, like no regrets. We're going to do know. this race. Uh, it was silly. Else? We wanted to. I wanted tattoos. Does yeah. it have like four hundred million followers? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. So you're a mobile user? Yeah, I am. Yeah, me, me too. I joined the club, and yeah. Andy Hood just joined the club it's too. Cheap. Nice. <laughs> it's cheap. I mean, I've already paid for the next six months. It was a yeah a deal. That's you good. pay for three, you get three oh, free. I saw that deal. It was a awesome. Deal. Yeah. It's amazing. And I pay for five cell phones now. So yeah. And the quality is just like you'd expect from it. It's working well so far. Yeah. This is a commercial for Mint Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> we need to tag Ryan Reynolds in this podcast. Yeah. Yep. Free yeah. uh, advertising. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I had one more question, but I don't remember what it was. Anyway, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, probably should wrap it up. People might start getting bored. But you got really excited whenever you were really talking about towards the end of that race, and I loved it. Like, that was so much fun. Um, <laughs> and it's inspired me to you know, get out there and start to actually train and try to do a marathon. I want to get one of those tattoos, though. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. It's worth it. <laughs> I'd like temporary tattoos. Of course. <laughs> I wore one for Iron Man. Like a, oh, it was temporary in, I wore tattoos. A, a temporary in dot tattoo. Yeah. That's smart. And it was on my forearm, so I saw it the whole time I was on. Yeah, the that's really smart. You can actually get temp, uh, temporary tattoos of uh, race paces as you're running through the course, hmm. and people use them as reference. Like, where am I at? Oh, okay. I need to pick up the pace rather than keep looking at the watch and kind of. It's kind of cool. Temporary tattoos what? for yeah. Temporary yeah, tattoos for races <laughs> oh is God. ingenious. Like it's a it's a good secret. Uh, uh, advantage to some people yeah but it's just like a grid and it says like mile 5k make sure you're at um, this pace like 18 minute mile like that would be a four sub 240 um, uh, marathon yeah. in total so it just has each individual 5k point and then that way if you see a time somewhere you can go okay I'm on pace and then you don't have to even think about a watch you can just go off of that so yeah. well, or you get a pacer yeah pacer have you out. ever been a pacer Laura? I don't think so. No one has asked me. <laughs> yeah. And um, would you rather be a pacer, Justin, or uh, trying to racer, get out there? A pacer or a racer? I mean, you're still racing when you're pacing. Uh, kind of, yeah. Well, um, I really liked pacing. It was yeah, nice. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Yeah. I feel like a really good pacer would be uh, a motivational coach, like somebody who just has like the insights and you know understands the true nature of racing in general. Like They don't have to be great themselves, but if they can just... Keep the mindset of you know what you're focused on, like whether it be nutrition or staying above uh, a specific pace or below something. It's really hard to keep it all together. But when you've raced so many marathons and you're not going to go the elite route, aka me, um, I don't want to be an elite in any way. But I really love the opportunity to like help people get to those goals. Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, I would probably say pacer more than racer. I guess you wow. could say it's fun. I'm not a good coach. Like I am far from it i i am very forgetful i'm not well spoken um but i i do the best i can uh when i can and i i'm very optimistic in general so if there is like a pain cave uh, mood swing throughout it i can usually get myself out of it and if i can just stay above it even just a hair over it i can usually keep whoever i'm with uh on the same boat i really like honestly if i could go back i really wish we could have gotten those front runners to come pace with us because I could have helped a lot of them uh, oh, yeah. adjust their their strategies more or less. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked well for Laura, though. Well, even if still, they hadn't died, even yeah. still, she has a kick at the end that's unbelievable. You never know what would have happened. I guess. Yeah, because I know Andrew Hanna, He's an incredible athlete, but it's just you know some things during the race we made have would have like adjusted so that we could get him to 
um, go further before he started feeling any kind of uh, tiredness or anything like that. But he has a coach and he's, you know, working on that. He'll be great in the future. But it's just things like that for one particular race where it's like, man, I'll do what I can to help out, but um, I'm not going to be winning the thing with all the younger talent uh, mm-hmm. since I'm, even though I am Elliot Kipchoge's age, I'm nowhere near in that boat. So You're not I really, gene pool, sorry. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> not even close. It's fun. I have a high VO2, but that doesn't help. In and this one, you were, you were like, I mean, it's not like you were just out there pacing. You were, you were registered and you raced and you were a participant. Um, I've done pacing where you just put the pacer bib on yeah. Yeah. for trail runs. Um, and I've only done it once, but mm-hmm. I mean, that was actually a lot of fun. I really enjoyed being out there because I like the coaching aspect of it. And that's what I do in physical therapy. I, coach, I also coach my kids' sports teams. So I like mm-hmm. trying to coach people through whatever is happening in that moment so yeah um i did it for ronnie ronnie crit you don't remember him yeah he's not in town i guess anymore i don't think wow maybe yeah. probably not i can't remember i don't know i haven't seen him in a little while but this is in 2020 in february of 2020 that i helped them I, I hope that i helped them um and finished a 100 mile hour yeah uh, he did yeah. Ride reckon. i mean he did finish it by like a few minutes yeah but he did it was really close that's the goal and uh for that 20 miles I was with him, it was, I feel like it was, it was good for him. Like he needed it. After mile 50, he had a pacer mm-hmm. and he, at mile 60 is when I picked him up. Oh, and then the last 20 miles he was with somebody else. And that's whenever, it wasn't because of them, it was because he got so tired. He turned into a zombie in the woods and struggled yeah. that last 20 miles and wow. barely beat that 24 hour. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But he got it, so. Yeah, I was the zombie in that case. Lord so just being a pacer was, was fun, um, but I also like racing, too. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. I don't know if she could ever pace. No one's asked me. I feel like she'd be like, come on, go faster. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, maybe people are scared of you. People are scared of yeah. you. Yeah. A little yeah. intimidated? Yeah, intimidated. I probably give off an intimidating vibe. For sure. I think she'd be a really good pacer that too if she felt like it she's just so competitive though that I feel like her her optimal route is right now just go to the race go to the races bring the horses and see how far she can go with them well everybody needs to give y'all a follow on Strava uh, <laughs> or Instagram or Instagram oh, okay. Okay. one. yeah well we can put that in the show notes but yeah if y'all have any questions for Justin and Laura just reach out to me or you can try to find them on social media or on Strava, I guess that's social media for runners. Um, and I feel like they'd be happy to respond to any questions or requests. So, Absolutely. Y'all, thanks for taking the time for doing this. Uh, hopefully y'all recovered a little bit after yesterday. Uh, I know yeah. I'm feeling it. So uh, don't sit down all day after a marathon. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I've been Great doing. Advice. Sitting is hurting. Because I've been in meetings. Yeah. It's awful. The second you try to stand up, it's like... Yeah. We had a five-mile shakeout. We're pretty good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We ran five miles. I don't think I can run right now. Seven thirty. I said the same thing. The first mile and a half was very painful. And I was but like, then the last three and a half was okay. Yeah, I was like, suck it up. And then one mile it's <laughs> like, okay, let's go. It's like I'm the like, first Whoa. mile is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm not going to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take I'm not going to try. I've already said no to my running group asking if they wanted to do a 5K tonight. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got to go work. Otherwise, oh, I'm going to do it. I don't, no, I wouldn't do it. I already told him that. Do they need a pacer? Yeah, text Joe. Joe needs one? <laughs> All right. Him and Chase are I can pace some nine-minute miles right now. <laughs> <laughs> do it. <laughs> Welcome to our club. <laughs>
Okay. Awesome. Well, thank